And now in studio, sitting in the stress list this morning, it's Bend City Manager Eric King. Eric, good morning, sir. Good morning to you. Very nice to have you in today. Talk about the heat and the smoke and helping people out with that that we've had so severely this week. Yeah, there, there are a few uh, shelters that are open. So we have our uh, Lighthouse Navigation Center that is uh, increasing capacity uh, to help those that are unsheltered uh, get out of the smoke. Um, they're, they're increasing their capacity by about 30 beds or so and open during the day as well. And I know there's some other resources uh, it, from churches and other nonprofits that are opening up facilities uh, when, when needed for, to get out of the smoke. Hopefully the worst of it's behind us, but we're still in fire season. We are, yeah. And, and in fact, last night we talked about the fire season at this, uh, at, with City Council and uh, kind of update on the fires. The, the smoke that we're seeing right now primarily is from the lookout fire. Uh, we're seeing that smoke kind of uh, come, in, come in waves, comes, comes and goes during the day, but it is uh, probably going to be with us for a while. Uh, some of the, the terrain that that fire is in, as well as the bedrock fire, is pretty, pretty rough. Uh, so to get that fire uh, down, it's going to take really Mother Nature um, to, to really put, fully put it out. So it might be with us for, for a while, unfortunately. Containment is pretty small on those fires. Yes, yeah, so far, especially the lookout fire. Um, and then we, we also talked uh, last night about just being prepared. What, what can you do uh, in fire season? And uh, our two kind of campaigns of know your zone, really look at your property and making sure that you're removing flammable vegetation in and around your house. Um, and then also just the, the, the idea of the be ready, set, go, uh, really be on alert. And the message that we should all be ready right now. We're all kind of at a level one um, to, to be on alert so that if uh, evacuations come, uh, to make sure that uh, you've got your people, pets, pills, uh, and other important documents that are uh, ready to go at a moment's notice. Uh, we, we also want to make sure that people sign up for alerts so that they get noticed uh, when, when there is an evacuation. I think we, all, we often get asked, well, how do I, where, where do I go? And for, depending on where the fire is. So there is no sort of one evacuation route for Bend. It's going to depend on the fire and going to depend on the circumstances. So the best thing to do is be prepared to get those notifications so you can be informed. Any lessons to be learned from Lahaina? You know, I think we, we also talked last night about emergency management. Uh, that's a, a new position for the city of Bend. Uh, we have an emergency management system in the county, but uh, Bend has grown to a, to a point where we need to also have a focus here at the, at the city. So uh, Carrie Carl, who is in that position, talked about what it means to be prepared for all hazards. Um, so I think some of the, the lessons in, in Lahaina, too, about community preparedness, I don't know. It's hard for me to judge what went, what went, what went wrong or where there can be improvements. But I think for us, we want to make sure that we're, um, you know, when we're not in a disaster, we're doing our best to prepare the community and uh, creating a higher level of awareness. Because uh, it's not something that when something bad happens, it's not just government. It's we all have to kind of pitch in and uh, help our neighbors um, understand what resources are available. Um, but I, my heart goes out to those folks. It's it's pretty, you know, catastrophic what happened. Along with uh, an emergency of a, of a different sort, uh, gun violence awareness, the one-year anniversary of the shooting at Safeway is coming up, and there was some discussion on that last night. Yeah, Councillor Broadman uh, kind of just have made a statement about, about that, as well as the recent shooting downtown that happened last week, um, and, and just gun violence in general, uh, and, and the council's support for uh, measures to reduce gun violence. Okay. Um, the uh, transportation fee is um, still in discussion. Is that how's that moving forward? Uh, 
Yeah, we are. Uh, it really goes back to a, a community plan for transportation. It's a 20 year plan till 2040 that uh, we took two years to develop back in 2020. Uh, and that plan, the first step of it was the general obligation bond that the voters approved, which is to build new projects, build capital projects. But the, there's still a need for more efforts towards maintenance of our streets. So as Ben grows, um, our revenues are not keeping up with, uh, with our maintenance needs and operations needs. So the transportation utility fee is meant to be a piece of the puzzle, funding puzzle, uh, to, to improve maintenance. So we're just beginning some discussions with our community. We, we're doing these what, what are called roundtables with stakeholders to get some fee, working our way through that. I would expect council would, would vote on some type of fee uh, early next year. So with gas tax revenues going down, because mm-hmm. and then they figured out a way to, well, let's tax EVs. Okay, so that kind of evened out that distribution. Now, if we're going to property owners for this money, how does that? Uh, how do the visitors pay their fair share? Yeah, that's something we're talking about um, pretty significantly. And looking at this, this fee would apply to hotels. So. Um, we would ensure that visitors are also paying the fee as well um, through hotel stays. Um, I think there's other tools that I think the, the council wants to look at as well that are more targeted towards visitors. I, the one that I know folks go to that, that is available is transit room tax. So that's the, the tax that folks pay when they stay overnight. Um, state law restricts the use of that tax. So if we were to raise that by a percent, um, 70% of that uh, revenue has to go towards tourism promotion or tourism facilities by state law. So it's, it's, a hard, it's, it's hard to use that as a tool uh, to, uh, to, to, to get revenue that's needed to maintain our streets. Could you go like vehicle to vehicle, uh, like the school bus that's been parked in my neighborhood for a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. and, you know, knock on their door too? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. You know, I think uh, part, of, part of what we're looking for is something that we can administer, uh, uh, but, but really is fair and, and make sh- whoever's impacting the transportation system is paying for it. And that's a lot of cities in Oregon have a transportation utility fee, about 30, 30 cities. Uh, most of our peer cities in Oregon have this as a, as a funding tool. Okay. Um, another money item that yes. apparently came up last night, uh, uh, maybe looking to review council member and mayor compensation packages. Yeah. So uh, in 2018, the voters uh, approved taking compensation, which used to be just in the city's charter and our charters, like our constitution, the charter, it was set at $200 a month. Um, so that got removed. And instead the, the process that uh, sets council compensation is a uh, committee and that committee per our code needs to be re- there needs to be a review every five years and council would would appoint a committee to look at compensation so that's what we're doing it's been five years um, since that's been looked at so uh, last night they approved the group or not, not not the actual people but approved forming the group there'll be an application process so if anybody's interested in being part of that they can go on to bendoregon.gov and they'll see up op- opportunities to uh, to apply for that committee. I would expect they would meet three or four times this uh, this fall, maybe into the winter, and have a recommendation to council no, no later than next February. I would expect their recommendation is going to be on the plus side, given the inflation we've had over the last five years. You know, I'm sure they'll look at comparable cities uh, where we stand with council compensation. I, I know that the council also wanted to look at uh, benefits as well, and just really making sure that whoever is running for council um, has the ability to do so uh, and balance their other you know needs. So it, we, we, I think this is balance of not having it be a full-time job, but also making sure that you're not taking away from your ability to earn earn a living. 
Well, when they come up copies of that, I might want some copies of their arguments so I could show it to my boss, <laughs> and maybe that would help me out. Um, and then just recently, a, a week ago or so, uh, you had a meeting with the governor. You, uh, well, the city of Bend, yeah. city of Redmond, and a Deschutes County commissioner. Yeah, there was uh, a meeting to uh, really talk about uh, the situation here of unmanaged camping, which is pretty pervasive, particularly in our rural areas. Um, and so we're needing some solutions and some support, I think, from the state. Uh, so as a follow-up to that meeting, we're, we're having a meeting just tomorrow with agency folks, public land agencies, to uh, really explore options for sites and how we can move towards uh, a better situation instead of what we have now at China Hat and Juniper Ridge, et cetera. So, um, you know, the governor's office is willing to lend some su support, um, and we're going to be inviting them as part of those conversations. The governor's reluctant to allow for anything outside UGB until she feels that everything inside the UGB has been exhausted. Where do you think Ben is at with that? Well, you know, for, for us, we've increased shelter capacity quite a bit. We had a 120, 30 beds just a few years ago, and we are now over 500. And that's in the form of uh, two hotels that we purchased, the Opportunity Foundation building, which is a congregate shelter, an outdoor shelter, uh, safe parking sites that are, are included, Veterans Village. So, you know, a lot of work has been done inside the UGB. I think the challenge that we have with, uh, like, managed camping, camping in general is not something that's a urban type of use. So um, I think we need to be creative with the governor's office and see if, you know, where some exceptions can be made for safe parking or sites that are more appropriate for rural uses. Um, because we have done a lot of work to, to build things inside the urban growth boundary, but we do have a significant fo a number of folks that are outside of the cities as well. Indeed. City Manager Eric King, uh, any final thoughts before we conclude? No, just stay safe out there. I, I see some rain in the, in the area. I hope that it uh, does not come with lightning. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Please uh, take care of yourself and stay indoors, especially, too, with the smoke. All right. Eric King, City Manager, City of Bend, here at FM News 100.1 and 1110 KBND.